I thought it was flying solo from now on. Hey man, uh, it's it's cool, really. I'm just here to check up on you, see how things are going. You know, we haven't touched base in a while. So you think are you trying to be friends with me now? No, <laughs> no, 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 not at all. Uh, just wanted to see how you were doing. Been doing a really great job uh, with these Lone Star Button commercials and introing the show. So what you're saying is I need supervision because there's something you want out of me. No, 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 no. For real. Uh, Been doing a great job. I'm just here to kind of, you know, see if you need anything. Uh, If you wanted to change something, just let me know. Uh, What is it, Dieter? I'm I'm a busy demon. I don't have time for your shenanigans. All right. He got me. Uh, jeez, I don't know how to put this. Um, uh, Adam Stimpy Jones is getting married. What? No! No way, dude. No way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it's about time, don't you? I think he's been with his girlfriend for, like, eight years. Well, jeez, you don't gotta put him on blast or anything. Yeah, I guess you're right. Uh, uh, just, you know, congratulations to, uh, Adam Stimpy Jones. That's all I gotta say, really. It's about time, right? Yeah, I guess. It's none of your business, dude. Jesus. I mean, uh, Cthulhu. Whatever. Um. Yeah, I mean, if you want to go ahead and do the commercial, we don't have to talk about that at all. Well, what a relief. Uh, okay. Well, hey, kids out there. It's your, it's your old pal, Gorag the Slayer. Coming to you pre-recorded live from Atomic Age Studio in beautiful Pasadena, Texas. See, I don't know. I like that, man. That's a good touch. Thank you. If you want to try it, <laughs> see, you've already done it. What? What did I do? You're tripping me up, man. You're tripping me up. If you kids want to take part in the show, that is, send in news stories or friend questions, you can email us at rotwpodcast at gmail.com. We check that email before every show, so if you want to write in, that's how you write in. Otherwise, the dudes like to post on Facebook a lot, and uh, you guys are pretty good at responding to that. Yeah, they are. Uh, it's pretty consistent. Anyway, look, man, I'm not your co-host, okay? I don't know why. I, I don't know why you're doing this. Uh, I told you why, and just carry on and get through the commercial. You're gonna be fine. Trust me. Nothing's gonna happen. Nothing's gonna happen. That's a blatant warning. If I ever heard one. Well, anyway, as usual, the show's brought to you by LoneStarButtons.com. Lone Star Buttons is a small business owned by Adam Stimpy Jones. All of his products are made in the USA at a reasonable cost. Adam Stimpy Jones offers custom buttons in multiple sizes and shapes. That dude has tons of experience, he's easy to work with, and very reliable. He's got the Gorag seal of approval. If you want to get in touch with Adam Stimpy Jones for some custom buttons, you can email him at info at LoneStarButtons.com or you can call him at 281 281- 798-1996. Tell him Gorag sent you, and you want to suck on his hairy tits. Oh, good job. Good job, Gorag. Golly, you just really sound professional these days. Very tight, very crisp. Hey, man. The f- what are you doing? Why are you getting so aggro, buddy old pal? I'm not your buddy. I'm not your pal. Get it through your thick skull, Dieter. I don't want you around fucking up my commercials. I'm not fucking up anything, dude. Just came in to say hello, see if you need anything. Uh, how about that spit guard on that microphone, huh? You think that just appeared by itself? Oh, this spit guard? (laughs) Oh, that is just beyond disgusting. That thing is drenched. Yeah, I bet you wish you weren't here now, huh? No, I just wish you weren't such an asshole. It's bad enough I have to filter the air in here. You think this custom air filter costs nothing? Well, you'd be wrong, sir. Well, that's nice, but I'm getting the fuck out of here because you're driving me crazy. Congratulations to Adam Stimpy Jones and his beautiful wife-to-be, Allison. Goodbye. Yeah, go ahead. Get out of here. Uh, thanks for putting up with this, guys. Uh, I guess we'll, we'll just start the show now.
Hey everybody, thanks for listening to Revenge of the World, episode 62. I am your host, Gabriel Dieter. I don't know why I have no nickname yet, you lazy bastards. Uh, <laughs> tonight with me is Bitchin' Brennan Birch. You can't just ask for a nickname, first of all. And second of all, you're the first person that talks on the show, so I mean, no one's really had an opportunity to introduce you with anything. That's true. So, I mean... Uh, so I need to go on another podcast. Yeah, you need to go on somebody else's show and see if they'll, you know... Guys, can you please help me come up with a nickname? Can you give me a nickname, please? Oh, that's, that's pathetic. That's just sad. Sorry, guys. Um, Brennan, are you turned up enough? I don't know. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. All right, yeah. Uh, what's up, every everybody? What's up, <laughs> Brennan? Oh, man. Coming off of two pretty brutal weeks. Uh, yeah, you know, had a death in my family. Then went around to the funeral, you know, shaking hands and being nice to people and caught the flu. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, I was... I was Pretty did, beat down uh, for a couple days. Did the ghost of Kevorkian make its presence <laughs> known to you? Yes, it, 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 that was very nice. Thank, <laughs> thank you all for your well wishes. Did you notice uh, I misspelled your? <laughs> yes, I did. I did. And it, it, I was too weak to be annoyed. I caught it, but I sent it anyway. Fuck yeah, it. there you go. Johnny Rebel. La Vida Loca. YOLO. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was pretty it was bad, man. I I had like, you know, 101, 102 fever for several days. I was completely bedridden. Wow. Like it was awful. I, I was getting up out of bed trying to go to work every single day. Jesus. And I couldn't. I physically could not. Like I would I would make it to the kitchen, check my temperature, realize that it was triple digits, and then just have to text my boss again. Well, um, I think it's because of the concert you went to. <laughs> huh? You you had a double whammy and you uh well, you no, brought I, down your immune system. Yeah. I mean, I, I was fine after the show, though, and it was after, you know, I went around and did all that, you know, at the funeral and stuff that, you know, that Monday morning, I just started kind of feeling bad and, you know, made it through work. And then I went home and I just like started like just sweating profusely and having the chills at the same time, you know, mm-hmm. and there was just no relief. It was just brutal. Like, I don't know. It, it seemed like a way that like one of the settlers would die. <laughs> Well, that's how people get AIDS, supposedly, is uh, <laughs> they go to a, a metal show. Yeah, they go to a rock they show. they go to a funeral the next day. Yeah. And their, their energy's just completely depleted. You prick your finger on somebody's studded jacket, and then you touch a grieving person, and then get AIDS. <laughs> oh, that's how it happens. It's rough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's pretty much been my week. I've just been, like, rebuilding my strength from that. Uh, yeah. So, what have you been up to, Gabriel? Oh, wow. Reciprocal. <laughs> Uh, reciprocity. How do you say that? Reciprocity. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's like the. Uh, what was I trying to do an Australian accent? Uh, yeah. But I backed out of it. Yeah, I think uh, you, I think you should take another swing at that. Uh, have you ever? <laughs> I can't do it. I just sound deaf. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever heard of a movie? <laughs> <laughs> can't do it uh it was better in the car uh inside jokes don't get the show very far but you did manage to insult australians and deaf people right there and, so and aids victims yeah and and aids victims yeah uh, so man, i don't know we, about you but i'm pretty amp we just saw we just ate a, a sugary or i just ate a sugary dinner <laughs> and then we were watching uh the bad brains documentary on hulu yeah and i was getting jammed up man Bad Brains are a great band. They really yeah. were. Like, according to every <laughs> punk musician in uh, in the DC area, yes, Bad Brains were. <laughs> yeah, yeah, everybody was in that thing. But uh, I really like the Bad Brains recordings. Where like before they really had good equipment. Mm-hmm. Where I thought, yeah, it, it just sounds like mostly just like really loud bass and kind of crappy drums and like almost like a rubber bandy guitar. <laughs> Yeah. Like, it, I just think that that sounds better, like, for them. I don't know. It's like, I don't know. <laughs> no, dude. <laughs> I like it. I like no, it. No, no, it's, it's, uh, the Black Dots record's really good, but, I mean, they got better. <laughs> they sounded better. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, they, they, they got to where they were, you know, produced better or whatever, but I, I like really rough sounding kind of garage recordings anyway. I mean, yeah. Like in, you, in everything. Did you know, uh, fuck, what's his name? Uh, the guy that sang for the cars, uh, Rico Kasich. Did you know he produced rock for light? Yeah, I think I, I think I might've heard oh, Okay. I think it was rock for light or maybe it was the one before that. Anyway. Yeah. Rico Kasich. Yeah. Famous punk rock, <laughs> uh, record producer. Um, are you going to the, uh, Trader's Village 
Comic-Con this weekend? Uh, I was thinking about it. What is it, Saturday, Sunday? or Yes. Uh, which, which day are you going? Uh, I'm actually not going to go after all. <laughs> oh, you're not going to go? Like That's the whole reason I was going to go. I just wanted to plug it, goddammit. I wasn't going to drive out to 290 by myself <laughs> with a kid. <laughs> I think I'm crazy. Uh, well, it was a good idea while it lasted. Yeah, it, it would have been fun had everyone showed up. <laughs> uh, if you want to meet... <laughs> <laughs> and Brennan out there, people, uh, you're more than welcome to go and wait for us. <laughs> but while you're waiting, enjoy the sights and sounds of Trader's Village. <laughs> and smells. Sight, sound, and smell. All of your senses will be fucking in shock. <laughs> no, no, we might we might actually go uh, Saturday. Still trying to work things out with Jess. Oh. But uh, yeah, Saturday's the date. Hmm. I haven't been there in a really, really long time. I don't know. I'm saying Saturday because our super fan, what's her name? <laughs> her name is Crystal, and I don't know how to say her last name anymore because uh, she's been married. And... Is it Dagnastino? No. Okay. It, it's it's some some you know some what is I guess some kind of you know some Polak name. Oh, okay. <laughs> Starts with an M. I don't know. We're gonna have to get her to clarify that. Is it Marjovsky? No. Okay. No, it's not. Not even close. Uh, but she does have a really, really great story to tell, and I think okay. I, I think it's gonna wait. be really entertaining. Well, not entertaining. It actually, it might be really sad to be honest. Don't. This might be the first time that Gabriel Dieter cries on air. It won't be the first time. <laughs> <laughs> I've gotten choked up a couple times. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So Crystal, what's her face is coming on <laughs> Sunday. We're we're gonna have a fucking hollering hoot nanny. Yeah. <laughs> Holler and hoot nanny. Uh, that's what I'll call the episode. Um, <laughs> that's actually really interesting that you bring that up because uh, this past year, the town that we grew up in passed a city ordinance against hooting and hollering. <laughs> like it's it's really it's it's a it's an anti-hollering or, ordinance. Like it's really that on the books. How are, how do people call their pigs home? <laughs> they don't anymore. The pigs are just running the streets. See? <laughs> like the warriors out there but with pigs are you still able to ring a bell to bring the cows home yeah you can still ring a bell um i think you can still use a triangle to call people home for dinner no hooting no hollering uh okay that's, that's <laughs> interesting yeah well seems like a waste of taxpayer dollars to well, send that through on a vote not if you've had the hooting and hollering problem that dayton has had oh really is oh, there yeah. a major hooting and hollering problem? Oh, uh, clearly there is they they held a city council meeting and people complained. I want to know the uh, the ordinance. Uh, you know what? I'll look that up. The anti hooting and hollering ordinance <laughs> passed by Dayton, Texas. Yep. Um, that's a really pretty uh part of the Houston area. Uh, yeah. I was when we were driving over there. Uh, it reminded me of the outside of Austin. Really? Yeah. Just until, because there's a lot of nothing. <laughs> yeah, it's just nice scenery. Just uh, a lot of trees until and you get gas into, into town. Yeah, and it's and like it's like, huh? What do people do around here? <laughs> <laughs> Methamphetamine. <laughs> they wow, they go to church wow. and they do meth. That's oh, all they do. Man. That's all there is to do. That's all there was to do when I was a kid. I mean, I, actually, meth didn't get there until like after I graduated. So you were you escaped the? I I, the I meth missed I missed meth by a year. Window. Like I really did. Like. I'm like right as I was moving away from my dad's house and moving in Houston, like that's whenever meth hit and just like destroyed the town. Wow. Like I had heard of people like kind of casually trying it a little bit like my senior year. Uh -huh. But yeah, by the time, you know, I, you know, was 19 or so and I'd left. That's whenever it really, really took hold of people and it just wrecked the place. I mean, it was already pretty bad, but then, yeah, that's when all the crime and everything went all. By that time, Patrick Swayze had moved on to another bar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he thought he cleaned up the double deuce, but <laughs> nope. Um, did you hear about Merle Haggard dying? I did. Can I get your honest opinion on that? <laughs> My honest opinion? Yeah, sure. I like Merle Haggard. I mean, I I, I don't like listen to him every day, but, you know, I, mean, I liked him okay. You know, I don't know if I'm going to get any heat for this. <laughs> Go for Probably it. not. I fucking always hated Merle Haggard. Really? He's a whiny little bitch. He he was the one that gave country music the the anti like hippie anti pot smoking. Yeah, anti it was very America. Uh, he was like he was like the most conservative. Yeah, Okie from out Muskogee. Of everybody. Is pretty, yeah, it's just. And if you don't believe me, listen to the lyrics of the songs. Yeah, 
I mean, it's just stick in the mud, fucking square. Yeah. Just didn't seem like the guy was any fun, you know? <laughs> like, for a guy that got thrown into prison, you'd think he'd, he'd be a little more kind of loose, you know? He sure as hell didn't think anything was good enough. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you need that in country music. I don't know. Mama I'm, Tried still a really good song, though. Ah, jeez. I like... <laughs> I like my uh, I like my country fucking I don't know Willie Nelson Johnny Cash style yeah not uh, I don't know maybe I'm being too hard on the guy now that he's dead. now that he's dead but honestly when he was alive I just didn't really care for him yeah my, my grandparents had had his record and mm-hmm. just listen to anything but Merle Haggard huh was my motto growing up <laughs> <laughs> sorry um yeah other than that I got nothing really. Any big topics you want to bring up before we go on to the news? I don't know. I, I I thought maybe you'd be a little bit more prepared, you know, seeing as how we're going to be broadcasting a show. But <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I really, uh, I, I got nothing, man. I, like I said, I've been in bed for a week, like yeah. watching bad movies. and What kind of bad stuff did you watch? Oh, God. Uh, I watched uh, a bunch of Ghoulies movies. Oh, shit. Like Critters 1 and 2. Oh, shit. Like they're, they're showing like Charles Band movies and stuff on uh el ray network my new favorite channel el ray i i hear el ray is the shit but i i haven't uh looked into it it's yet. el ray is just like all those like kind of bad movies i used to play like in the middle of the day on like channel 20 yeah you know and you know i, I like that stuff it, it reminds me of when i was a kid i mean it was good comfort food while i was sick you know i usually uh tried to watch cartoons while i was sick but uh yeah i was always down for critters yeah one two three and i think there was four right there was a fourth one yeah but uh i think i i feel like the series really peaked with two yeah <laughs> there, there was really no reason to make a third well, one. part four was in space right I that i don't so. know I, I never saw it oh, okay um ghoulies but, never really caught on man, with me <laughs> go- like because re- it never lived up to the <laughs> yeah yeah that's the thing is like video you know, case charles van is a terrible 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 filmmaker and you know he's just really reliant on all the puppies puppets and stuff like uh, for people who don't know charles van is the guy responsible for the puppet master series and the ginger dead man and like all those like you know straight to video tiny things trying to kill you Uh movies (laughs) and i feel like having watched ghoulies again recently there's some good ideas there it that's a movie that needs to be remade yeah you know like somebody because like there's like kind of like this almost kind of cool like you know satanic you know guy. this guy gets possessed by a demon and like he becomes like this you know kind of warlock dude and he brings back the ghoulies and he ends up bringing back the actual warlock and you know it's uh, there could be something cool there if somebody like really cared about it and made it right you know (laughs) i i don't know like that i feel like those are the kind of movies that need to be remade uh by who Uh, somebody that cares about it you know like i don't know who who would be a good director for ghoulies a good director for a new ghoulies movie Uh uh-huh Edgar Wright would make a great Ghoulies movie. What did he, what else did he do? Uh, Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz. Oh, no, no. I mean, somebody, like, somebody at the time that would have done oh, it right. Oh, somebody back then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, there was nobody. Because, I mean... What do you mean there was nobody? Well, I mean, there, all, all, all the people... tons of... Well, I mean, all the people that were making good horror movies were already busy making their good horror movies. They didn't, oh, that's true. They didn't need to make Ghoulies, yeah. you know? I mean, Charles Band was really doing his best whenever he came with Ghoulies and Puppet Master. <laughs> He, I mean, brought, he brought his A game. He he was really trying. Well, until like he gets to those later Puppet Master movies whenever he starts editing footage from old Puppet Master movies into the new Puppet Master <laughs> movies. And instead, instead of like filming new kills, it's it's bad news. Nobody's perfect. Yeah. Especially not Charles Band. Uh, so did it, did watching that stuff work while you were sick? Did it make you feel better? Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, it was definitely just, dis- it was kind of disappointing because I remember like the cover, like the box art for Ghoulies terrified me. It was just a monster coming out of a toilet. Yeah. I mean, that, that's all you would think that's all you need to know about that movie. It definitely made you look twice. Yeah. I don't think they even <laughs> delivered on that down. until the second movie. Really? Now that I think about it. Yeah. But yeah, it's just, I don't know. Not- well, um, good small talk, Brennan. Let's go on to the news. <laughs> I'm trying. We all know what time it is. It's time for the news with Gabriel Dieter and friends. So you sent me this story, Goldman Sachs to pay $5 billion in fines 
and restitution for its part in the 2007 financial crisis. Yeah. Um, there were like, you know, all, all that stuff finally went to trial or whatever. And there was also a document like that was basically requiring them to admit to certain things. And basically what they had, they had to admit was that they, they defrauded investors, mm-hmm. which is, you know, that's a pretty big deal. Cause that was their whole case the whole time is that they didn't, they never committed an act of fraud. And one of the stipulations of them, you know, getting off and having to pay this fine was they had to admit that they did it. Mm-hmm. Does that mean anything? I don't think so. I don't think a single person's going to go to jail. I don't think anyone will be held accountable. Well, $5 billion to them is a drop. Yeah, it's bucket. nothing. That's like nothing. $5 billion to Goldman Sachs is like, you know, a traffic ticket to, to us, you know? Yeah. Well, I don't want a traffic ticket because my life will suffer. <laughs> right. But for them, yeah, it's like... It's, it's nothing. It's like a couple years bonuses. Yeah. <laughs> And I don't know, I just, I'm, I'm very, I don't know, I've just become so disillusioned with the way that, you know, crimes in like the financial sector work now and like the way people just get away with things that. Oh, just wait, we've got some better stories coming down the line. Come on. Uh, uh, judge approves lawsuit against Led Zeppelin to go forward. Um, your thoughts first. Uh, that's fine. It's about time someone sued Led Zeppelin. (laughs) What, what is the holdup? I know, like, people people have been... It's blatant. It's, they've been stealing, like, stealing, 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 you know, yeah. from everyone for, you know, decades. I wonder what the, uh, I wonder what the deal is. Like, what's the secret? This, is somebody getting paid off not to sue them, or... I, I don't think anyone ever got paid with them. You know, like, one, one of the things, like, in the article that I read that was, like, you know, Cream would, like... Like, you know, bands like Cream and, uh, you know, the, the Yardbirds and stuff like that. They, they would they would give credit. They would say, well, this artist is who turned us on to this and this is who we're covering. You know, you should check them out. Like the Rolling Stones did that a lot, uh-huh. you know, but Led Zeppelin would just steal riffs, like yeah. straight up lift them because they're studio hacks. Like Jimmy Page is a studio hack straight up. <laughs> I don't care what anybody says about him. He's not like a blues guitar player. He's a studio hack. And, you know, they're just they have no honor. They're just about producing a product. Yeah. They've always been that way, you know? Well, wasn't it said about, because Robert Plant left, right? What? Wait, Robert Plant? That's a singer for Led Zeppelin, right? Yeah. Didn't he leave at some point or threatened to leave? And the Jimmy Page was like, okay. <laughs> uh, not that I know of. I, I never heard that. I don't know. No, I think so because uh, he didn't get, maybe I'm thinking of, am I thinking of, fucking thinking of the who? God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> A far superior band, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're more fun, for sure. Yeah, they was definitely a better band. Uh, so, scratch that whole conversation. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Oh, I, man. I, I went through phases with Led Zeppelin. Like, I really, really hated them, you know, in junior high and high school, because, you know, punk rock, you hate Led Zeppelin. Yeah. But, you know, as I got older, you know, I just... <laughs> you, you read and have a reason now. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, but, I mean, as I got older, you know, I was, like, into them. I was like, okay, well, this is okay. This is good. You know, I get this. Mm-hmm. But, you know... The more that I hear about them, the less that I like them just as people. And that, and for me, that's a big deal, you know, yeah. like, especially like, you know, growing up like around punk stuff, you know, it was always, you know, y- you had to have integrity as well, mm-hmm. you know, and just to see somebody with no integrity, just really. Well, not just no integrity, but they're not artists. Yeah. Because it's not creative. You're tracing. Yeah, exactly. That cuts out half of the effort, you know, yeah. but, eh, it's gross. Yeah. But I mean, I think that could probably be said. Oh, no. Come on, fucking <laughs> no. let it out. Uh, I was just going to say it could be said for a lot of visual artists, but. I oh, know. I thought you were going to uh, start banging on some Liefeld. I was going to jump in. No, I've made my peace with Liefeld, actually. <laughs> you did. Yeah. Traitor turncoat son of a bitch. <laughs> um, not me. I still hate the guy. Mm, go for it. Uh, may he rot in comic book hell. <laughs> <laughs> on a pile of money. <laughs> Yeah, hopefully he takes it with him. Um, <laughs> uh, just wanted to to talk a little bit about the. I think my Australian accent's trying to come out. I <laughs> uh, just want to talk a little bit about underground politics, oh. which is what I mean, because we're all following the the uh, the primaries, right? Right. And like, it seems like nothing is being followed in the way that it should be. Like uh, the people that don't want to. To report on Bernie winning, right, are 
bringing up it's like a straw man argument kind of they're bringing up trump being shafted over delegates yeah when bernie's the one being shafted over delegates too yeah it's like they're both going through the same kind of situation Mm -hmm. in this case trump is definitely gonna be ahead right of cruz but it's like it's like the the news the the tv news is wiggling so fucking hard Mm. to keep away from these certain subjects yeah that if you know what's going on it's it's kind of amazing yeah (laughs) just the links that that people will go through not to talk about a certain subject like it's just it's crazy and uh like what the tv's talking about versus what the internet's talking about is night and day and i don't really i mean i know why because you know of the way tv works and Mm. it's owned by right a small group of people or corporations and then the internet is just i don't want to say completely free because everybody's picking a horse in the race it's also owned by a small group of corporations but not the same ones no it's different corporations but there's a more free flow of information for sure yeah and because on the internet people they're at you're actually competing right for viewership and listenership and whatever else Mm. uh it's just crazy it's crazy to see uh we're in a situation that really hasn't ever happened yeah because there's two different worlds that the real world supposedly real world Mm. is completely fake yeah (laughs) and then the virtual world that isn't real but it is it's media yeah uh, electronic media is more true yeah it's it's more like factual and like you can you can trace things back to sources you know yeah like you can you, you can you can trace something back to a raw video somebody shot with their phone right you know whereas with you know traditional media you, know, you don't get that as much but i also think that that's not even really that big of an issue because i mean who watches that stuff anymore a lot of people i mean i i you know, I, I get that people watch like fox news because I mean that 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 has an audience, and that audience is like an audience that grew up watching TV, and that's where you get your information from. Yeah, but I don't know anybody that sits down and watches the news on TV. Uh, it's definitely an older crowd. It's an older crowd, but definitely. I don't know if you come across it because I mean I cut cable a year ago. Yeah. Uh, I don't have cable TV. I just have the internet. <coughs> do you i mean can you imagine what i go through when people not you know i'm not complaining but when people normal people salty the earth regular people hear that i have no tv yeah like i don't have cable i don't even have network channels yeah i don't watch tv yeah i just stream Mm. they don't they can't comprehend what that's like they literally cannot i've i've explained it yeah and they just they're like ah, i can't do that i, I need my cha- i need all my channel and i'm like no you don't <laughs> you'd be surprised <laughs> like, uh me and jess were talking yesterday we don't know what to buy we don't have commercials in our lives anymore <laughs> we literally <laughs> we go to the grocery store we have no idea what's better than something else you know we yeah. just I don't know how we get out of there under two, three hours sometimes, but we're just making decisions. It seems like we're making uninformed decisions on what products to buy, but really it's not, it's not an uninformed decision. It's just, you don't have something pipe into your face on what to think is better. Yeah. It's like those commercials were giving you information, you know? Right. It's just watching somebody wipe up some crap with a paper towel, you know, <laughs> and that particular paper towel looks good because the people, the producers of that commercial know how to make paper towels look good. That's say all that you're this, saying. For instance, say that this gallon of tea is a <laughs> gallon of my own feces. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And the other, the other thing that I wanted to bring up, this is the end of the news. So it's a little bit of a rant. If you combine establishment politics in America with what's going on with the Panama Papers, which nobody's talking about, on uh, ask my boss, he watches. Yeah, he watches television news. He didn't know what the hell I was talking about. It's getting that little of coverage. Well, isn't it coming out that that's like kind of a bullshit story? Period, though. How? Like that all of that research was funded by the U.S. government? Good. <laughs> Not really, because all it does is like. I mean, like, I don't think that you get a true, st- a true implication of like what's really happening with all those offshore accounts because it's not just Panama; it's everywhere in the world. It's like you're right, but 
if you use that same model and say there's the exact same amount of upper power structure people in America using offshore accounts, yeah. since that was only the fourth largest uh, corporation that yeah. did that, I mean, who fucking knows? We'll we'll never find out. No. Most likely, unless Russia gets a stick up their ass about this. And, and why would they? <laughs> well, yeah, that's a good point, because Russia doesn't even know about that. And like, it's completely cut out of their, their yeah, information. It's, 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 it's all just, it's upper level, you know, it's upper level corporate, like upper level groups funding this lower level journalism that's not really effective. It just makes us think Russia's bad. You know, like it's like, but there's, you know, there are people in the United States that are doing the exact same thing. Yeah, definitely. All over the place. Well, and, I don't know. The, uh, I just think that the combination of that story and then all these other things that are going on with uh, the establishment powers of all these countries, yeah, and and most mostly here is what I'm looking at. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I'm I'm putting the Panama Papers as if there are elite Americans at the top, yeah, of the power structure doing the exact same thing, mm-hmm. and then you're looking at all of these uh, disenfranchised voters, yeah, like that are that are going through these primaries and their votes just don't count yeah uh i mean there's there's popular votes that are being lost yeah because of the delegate shit mm-hmm. and and the only it, people it that- just it just makes me think like i'm i'm an ant we're all just ants people that make less than right a billion a year mm-hmm. <laughs> are just ants we don't fucking control anything in this no, machine we don't and it's just fucking weird man it's like it's yeah. like an Orwellian nightmare. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean that that that's the world that we live in. It's know? like it's kind of like Russia in the 80s. Everything's propaganda. Yeah. For us and then whatever is happening behind closed doors, we'll never know about. Mm-hmm. And it's like the opposite of what's supposed to happen. Yeah. It's just fucking crazy. Yeah, it, it definitely is. And it's... it makes me think also that maybe not this election, maybe next election or a couple more the the realization's gonna grow that shit just doesn't matter yeah i don't know uh it makes my head spin (laughs) and i I think as long as people are you know relatively comfortable and you know have access to all their channels you know nobody's gonna care yeah long as they're long as everybody's eating and you know has a basic you know first world standard of comfort well the the japanese are uh they're developing the uh the vr uh sex yeah. machine oh yeah, yeah did you see that thing? yeah i saw that thing. it's ridiculous looking so you combine that with the panama papers <laughs> <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. we're just fucking ants that are supposed to sit in our living rooms being jerked off yeah. by a robot <laughs> pretty much Oh, the future looks bright. Yeah. And that's the news. (laughs) Good God. (laughs) Okay, friend questions. (coughs) Thank you, Brennan. Um, uh, Eric Eddy... (laughs) Sorry, Eric Eddy wants to know, how has Nickelback inspired you and enhanced your life? I don't really have any particular thoughts on them. I realize people hate them, but I've never listened to them. They've they've had very little effect on my life. I don't know. Just wait till the end of the show. I'll play some for the outro music. You should. Uh, Go for it. My answer would be, you know, as an artist, you're free to express yourself. <laughs> And I think that the rage that you inspire in people should be directed at you. So, yeah. If, like, all the hatred for Nickelback could be weaponized, <laughs> like, I, I think we could, like, take over the federal government. I just couldn't believe when they played the fucking Super Bowl that one year. Did they? They played the Super Bowl? I think so, yeah. Man, that would have been the perfect time to do it. Yeah. Because, like, you just have, like, a death ray pointing out of the stadium, powered by Nickelback <laughs> at the White House. Oh, man, come on now. Man, we could have done something. Done what? <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm just wishful thinking. It's Nickelback. I'm getting inspired by Nickelback. It's okay. Nickelback, man. What are you going to do? I don't know. What cool. kind of death ray would Nickelback make? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking the most boring death ray. It just bores you to death. Yeah, that, that'll work. It's just they're the they're the vape smoke of death rays. <laughs> um, yeah, go ahead. Uh, let's see what do we got here. Uh, Kevin Rawlings asks if you could watch a super, uh, watch a Christopher Nolan directed superhero movie. Which characters would you want to see fight? Mixing universes such as DC and Marvel is allowed. Not in my world, Kevin Rawlings. 
Uh, man. Uh, if it's Christopher Nolan directing, you pick a character and I'll pick a character. Okay. I want it to be uh, Mr. Mixelplick. Oh, God. Versus Deadpool. Versus Deadpool, yeah. <laughs> that would work. D- directed by Christopher Nolan? That would be ridiculous. You'd, I would... get, you'd get some... No, that that's too funny for Christopher Nolan. <laughs> exactly. It would just be a disaster. Oh, no. They would cancel each other out. Yep. Mm. Okay, my turn, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Christopher Steininger asks, Most pretentious instrument in a band? Most underrated? Most pretentious easy guitar. I was thinking drums. Man. Because <laughs> the 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 minimal amount of physical effort that it takes to play a guitar versus the faces that guitar players make, oh. you would think that like every string weighed like twenty pounds. Yeah, you know, and it's it playing guitar is not that demanding. Like you can sit down and learn a bunch of scales and learn to play them fast and be considered a good guitar player. And it's really highly overrating. See, I was thinking of a uh, giant drum kit that don't get yeah percent utilized, like the the decorative drum kit. Yeah, that's yeah. terrible. That's that's a really bad the trope ra- of rock the, music. The rack upon rack, yeah, upon rack. I mean, they're, the they're, cymbal surround, and then the double bass, and then you got all these fucking toms yeah. that surround the guy in a hat, like pretty much a circle. And the the weird cymbal that like spins around for some reason. <laughs> Like it doesn't do anything. They never hit it. It just. It's, I, don't know, I saw Dave Lombardo had one of those one time. Um, most underrated is bass. Oh yeah. Like a good rhythm section is so so underrated. Yeah. You know the bass player is the only one that's listening to anybody because <laughs> the drummer's over there. You know just kind of wanking around or whatever. The yeah. dr- the guitar player is just listening for the snare on the two and the four. The bass player's got to hold it all together. Yeah. And the guitar player would be like the most, I don't know, uh, outraged if anybody said anything because the bass player is the one that's listening and to all his mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> I think, you know, the bass player, man, it's the underrated. I'd go with that. Yeah. Okay. Got another one? I got another one. Yeah. Another one from our friend Kevin Rawlings, who has dumbed down the questions a little bit because we, did, we got a little bit antsy about those astrophysics questions last Sorry, time. Sorry, dude. Okay. Let's see. What is the worst and non-worst uh, and non-worst in a good or funny way uh, movie you have ever seen and why? And what is the best? What's the worst movie? What's the best movie? Okay. Yeah. Worst movie, Dancer in the Dark. Yeah? Fucking terrible. Man. Okay. Oh, man. I, I would normally have an answer for this. Like, I, I, I hate a lot of things. Let me expound on Dancer in the Dark while you're thinking of your answer. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Uh, Dancer in the Dark is a movie uh, about a character played by Bjork, and she is losing her eyesight, and right as... You know, you're feeling really sorry for her in the in the movie. Uh, she gets taken advantage of by some dude because of her blindness, and then she goes to prison. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, it's like you know, you feel for the character, and then just out of nowhere, uh, life just takes one massive yeah. shit after the other after the other on her. It's misery and porn, and it's just like so unbelievable. That you get pissed off at whoever wrote this bullshit. Yeah. So, Dancer in the Dark is my pick for worst. Man, worst movie I've, I still, I don't know. I've seen like so many bad movies, and like, you know, I can always, I can, I can find something, you know, that I like in something, you know, in, in most movies. Even if I completely hate them, which I realize everybody thinks that I completely hate everything all the time, but I, I can find something that I enjoy about most which things. Which is all of your best friends that know you. Yeah. <laughs> Um, God, I don't know. I think, let me think the worst thing I ever saw, you know, the least fun I ever had at the movies was whenever I went to the theater to see the movie 300. (laughs) Um, I'll go ahead and say that that's probably one of the worst things I've ever seen. And this is why. (laughs) People are fucking yelling. Yeah. I told you this story. I told you this story. Yeah, Yeah. 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 Okay. Like, yeah. So for people who I didn't tell the story to like every single time a person gets stabbed in the movie 300, There was a guy that was sitting maybe two rows back from me that said, yeah, every single time. You know how many people get stabbed in 300, like in slow motion? About 300. Uh, More than 300, you know? And that was probably my least favorite cinematic experience as far as going to see a movie. So I'll go ahead and say 300 is my least favorite. Now, my favorite, that's that's really tough because, I don't know, I like a lot of stuff. I just plain can't answer that question. Um... I don't like movies enough to just pick one. I like too many. Yeah, there's 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 so much good stuff that's like good for different reasons. Um, man, I don't know. 
Um, yeah, I really can't pick one. I really can't. We're going to give you another 10 minutes to think about <laughs> and go and your time. So, uh, yeah, I can't answer that either. Um, Adam Jones asks, <laughs> uh, what famous person would you like to be a guest on the podcast? Mm. Well, this is an awesome opportunity because as it's, you know, having a wish list is different than paying for someone's plane ticket to yeah. Pasadena, Texas. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Uh, uh actually one of the people like that are on my wish list i recently asked to come on so oh uh, we're not going to talk about that yet because i don't know <laughs> if it's going to happen or not but uh if it does happen it's good i think it's going to be a really rad episode but excluding him um if i could have anybody on i would want to either have paul rubens that's like that would be a big one and but just completely like impossible well i mean that would be completely impossible uh alejandro yadorowski really yeah i would love 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 to talk to that guy we would need an interpreter of course he speaks english uh, <laughs> it's debatable no, he's, 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 he speaks good english <laughs> but man like that that that's like one person i would just like love to talk to i want to okay i would have paul verhoven on the show that would be great and i would not change a goddamn thing about it <laughs> that would have, be... I, I would do small talk with him in the beginning yeah which would be fucking fun as hell probably yeah i would ask him a bunch of stupid robocop and what, what was Total recall and what was the stripper showgirls showgirls yeah i'd have showgirls <laughs> questions in that would be rad <laughs> uh but then i would just go into the normal show and just, just have him tinfoil tirade I what all he has to say about that would be interesting bullshit well, I mean, um, you know, his, his stuff is like full of social commentary. He thinks about things. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Know? We'd we'd have him improv a commercial. Yeah, for I don't know for Lone Star Buttons. Lone Star Buttons. Um, yeah. Did I ever tell you about the time I took a girl to see Showgirls on a date? No, what? <laughs> that was a bad idea. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Why? Because okay, it was like at Alamo Draft House. You know, they have like these like special events or whatever, and they had this guy that's been traveling around the country. He's the guy that did the DVD commentary, like on the, like the, you know, 10th anniversary Blu-ray of it or something. Uh-huh. And he, he kind of like mystery science theaters, the movie. And it's funny. Yeah. But, and like, I, I met this girl and I told her, Hey, you want to go to this thing? And she like laughed hysterically. and was like, yeah, let's do that. That'll be great. Well, here's the thing. Like about halfway through, it sounds like it would be funny. It's, it's, <laughs> it, no, it starts out really funny. Like the uh-huh. guy's killing it. But about halfway through the movie, he just kind of stops talking. And then all of a sudden, you're sitting there on a first date with a girl watching Showgirls at the movies. Oh man! <laughs> yeah, yeah. You want to blame that guy, not yeah. Not. But we, yeah, we never talked again. <laughs> <laughs> you should have picked up the mic, man. Uh, uh, no, it's I have entertained an entire party. Yeah, by by MST3King Robocop. Yeah, and I'm not even fucking around. <laughs> These people were in stitches because I I know that movie front and back. Right. Yeah. To where I can make a joke in between lines or, you know, dub in the lines before <laughs> they're even said. And people love to do that along with you for some reason. Yeah. It's like a, it's a really good party trick. Um, so there you go, Adam Jones. Uh, Eric Eddy asks, do you have any more? No. Okay. Eric Eddy asks, what are your thoughts on Phantasm, the series as a whole, the HD <laughs> remaster by J.J. Abrams, and the sequel on the horizon? Man, we just talked about Phantasm like two weeks ago and he asked the question. <laughs> yeah, I think he wants to hear a little more Phantasm talk. <laughs> i don't know man i mean I'm, I'm excited about it i like phantasm i like i like i i'm really fond of the first two movies i'm super excited for the 4k remake or not remake remaster i want to see the fifth one you know i'm i'm in eric okay i mean what do you want to know <laughs> <laughs> we'll have a phantasm party you can come over <laughs> sounds good to me and that was friend questions <laughs> <laughs> Well, Brennan, tonight's tenfold tirade is brought to you by, you guessed it, LoneStarButtons.com. You didn't even let me guess. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Lone Star Buttons is a small business owned by Adam Stimpy Jones, who incidentally is getting married. He just proposed to his girlfriend, now fiance. And congratulations, yes, yes, Allison and Stimpy Jones. <laughs> Mazel tov. <laughs> Lahayim. Um, yeah, uh, Lone Star Buttons uh, is your 
soon-to-be custom button company. What? I don't know. I'm just trying to make shit up on the fly. Mm. Never do a really good job at it. Uh, usually leave this shit up to Gorag, and he handles business. But, yeah, Adam owns Lone Star Buttons, and he is awesome at making buttons. He will take your design, and in a few short days... You will receive your custom button. Why are you looking at me <laughs> like that? Like what? Uh, like serpent in the rainbow stuff. Oh. <laughs> like you just popped out of a grave. <laughs> it's just my face, man. I- All right. Well, uh, anyway. <laughs> Adam's going to make your buttons at a reasonable cost. Uh, He offers them in multiple sizes and shapes. The dude has tons of experience, and he's very reliable and easy to work with. Uh, To get in touch with Adam Stimpy Jones, you can email him at info at LoneStarButtons.com, or you can call him at 281-798-1996. Tell him Gabe sent you, and you want to suck on those hairy tits. Okay, so for this (laughs) tenfold tirade... Uh, we're good. You know, <laughs> I love how unprepared I am sometimes in certain aspects for the show because it'll give me the opportunity to hustle my brain and come up with something in a very short amount of time. Uh, today I pull out of my ass the story of uh Billy Meyer. Um, Billy Meyer is a 79 year old Swiss man, and his fucking story. Is pretty incredible. Um, he's a UFO observer. Like back in the in the sixties, he took really clear photos of the of UFOs, hmm. and they're like, uh, you would look at these photos and you're like, oh my god, these are so fucking fake, you know? Yeah. But as it's said by others, not myself, but others, they're unfakeable. Hmm. Like, uh, there's no, there was no technology back then to fake these photos. Like, you would say they were models or like pie plates uh, glued together on a fishing <coughs> fishing line, but hmm. uh, supposedly they've been uh, checked out as real. But I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah without without me entering my own opinions uh the story of billy meyer is pretty fucking crazy uh i encourage you to look on youtube and see i think there's uh, a documentary on him and uh this guy claims i mean he's a farmer mm-hmm. he's a one-armed f- farmer in switzerland and uh he claims that he met uh, a race of aliens from the pleiades and uh his description of them is uh they were tall blonde people with instead of separate teeth they were like one row of teeth ew (laughs) (laughs) that is creepy uh but supposedly they were really pretty people. So like um, this could have just been like some random Swedes wandering the countryside, really, when you think about it. Maybe. They're just, yeah. They're just very beautiful people. Um I don't know, man. It's been a long time since I've uh thought about this guy, but he always stood out as one of the the more interesting stories because he had all these photos and uh the description of the people uh just made him seem like they were more human than alien, hmm. but they were they had like subtle differences. Right. And uh so I encourage you listeners to look it up for your fucking selves because I have no I have no details on this. Uh we're not gonna spoon feed you. <laughs> yeah. Think for yourself. I'll I'll uh I'm not gonna do jack shit, really. No. <laughs> I got enough on my plate producing yeah. this fucking show. <laughs> um but it's yeah. So much work making the show that we can't actually bring content to the show, you see. <laughs> it's a catch twenty two. Yeah, that's why we normally have a guest on so they can kind of bring something to the table. But, right. Um yeah. so yeah, Billy Meyer B I L L Y M E I E R very interesting look it up on youtube and brennan do you have anything you want to talk about before we shut this shit down Mm, not really i don't i'm a very private person (laughs) uh follow brennan on facebook he posts hilarious little fucking thoughts uh pretty much every day right i don't know you kind of joke around, and it's really funny. It makes me laugh. Huh. Um, huh, you never told me that before. What no. am I, your fucking mom? I gotta, like, <laughs> compliment you and shit all yeah, the time? You, you never say anything nice to me. Like, ever. Uh, I like your haircut. 
Well, now you're, now it's just forced. I mean, I want it to come from the heart. Uh, you can't do that right now. It's gonna have. To, it's, it's not gonna, gonna happen. It's gonna have man. to come naturally, and you know, I don't know. I just what kind of skin moisturizer do you use? <laughs> skin moisturizer. Oh man, I use water. <laughs> <laughs> I just go stand in the rain outside kinda, someone's window. Uh, what? I was just thinking. Um, I found out I'm ashy. Yeah. As a as a half Caucasian man. <laughs> yeah. I never knew that if you scratched my arm, uh, it would look like a chalkboard. <laughs> yeah, white white people get ashy. Yeah, pretty weird. It's just not weird as noticeable. Stuff. But yeah. I'm 39 years old and I didn't realize that. You, you just now discovered you're ashy. Yeah. Huh. So I started rubbing a uh, lotion on my forearm. <laughs> little cocoa butter on your elbows. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Hey. <sighs> what, what, what a, keeps you looking young, man. What a way to end the show. Yeah. Guys, gently go fuck. Can you f-